give him a tip to be prepared for it. So they had to interrogate him right then and there. Quite a story. They should have strip searched him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Justice. Uh, sit down. I got my supervisor on the phone. You uh, <laughs> must know what your butt cheeks look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope, very small. I need to check your very taint. Very small. <laughs> officer, I need to check your taint now. You know, you, know, you can easily stash a few bills in your t- near your taint. Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Tim, Katie, and Bert freely give advice to their listeners' questions. Now, let's be clear. These four are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Three, two, one. Welcome. <laughs> Bad Council. <laughs> 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 Woo! Welcome, Bad Council <sighs> Podcast Planet. We are so excited to have you with us tonight. <laughs> we have Bert. We have Katie. We have Greg. We have Tim. And we are here to bring joy and happiness and maybe a little laughter mm. into your life. Greg, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I, uh, I, I'll i be honest, I was recently, up until just a couple of hours ago, really uh, hyper-focused on Katie's K-hole. You know, but now, uh, <laughs> now that I oh, know... Oh, well, well, this might be interesting. Let's dig into this in good a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I'm sure Katie can uh, tell you all about it, but I had the very important responsibility of being her... What was it? Your supervisor? My sitter. My, my sitter. sitter. Not my supervisor. She, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's less insulting than sitter, I would think. You know, you know, I'm not a babysitter. Guy. Yeah. So I mean, Katie uh, dipped her toe into Chaperone. the ke- into the ketamine well, and Den I had eater. to be, yeah, and I had to be there to make sure she didn't like you know try to fry uh, fry her own foot in a frying pan. Or, you know? Yeah, medically supervised. Yeah. Yes. So wait, really, medically supervised, meaning by me, Greg. Yeah, you yeah. were the, <laughs> yeah. that, okay. All right. Well, uh, that's so that makes me a little nervous, right there. Medically supervised. Yeah. What do you? What What were you supposed to be looking for? I mean, I, that would seem like a lot of responsibility. Like I would never. Anytime, uh, you know, uh, I I was never the one that was the sober one when we were all tripping. Like, uh, well. What was that my official sense, uh, responsibility, Katie? What, yeah, what was like I like if there was an emergency in the building, like a fire oh, yeah. alarm, he's to get me out. He's to make sure I don't try and drive. I mean, because mm-hmm. I oh. tried to do that once on Ambient, not good. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> tendency to think uh, I can do that. I had to escort her to the bathroom twice. <laughs> yeah. And I make sure she didn't fall over. <laughs> And then, and then she was like, I need more. This isn't enough ketamine. Like, I was like 30 uh, minutes into it, and I was, and she was like, Honey, come in here. And I was like, Are you all right? And she was like, You know, I don't really think this is working. Uh, I think I need more ketamine. And I was like, Well, you know what? That may be true, but you're not getting any more, you know, because, you know, you're not in a position to assess whether you need more or not. Um, so just but follow through on the process. I love the like, authority, Greg. Th- this that is, was great. I know. He was, was bossy. Uh, this is boring. I'm bored. And I was like, all right, calm yeah. down. You know, I did was, yell boring several times. Boring! <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
You were expecting something a little more well, as you kind of dove into the K-hole, right? Dose. It was a very low dose. She said she wanted my body to kind of get used to it, accept it. Because if you have a bad experience the first time, after that, your body may kind of, you know, be resistant and not like it. So mm-hmm, this was mm-hmm. just that dipping of the toes. Uh, you know, I was expecting more of a K-hole. <laughs> Mm. This was not a big enough K-hole for me. Mm. This was a K-puddle. <laughs> did, so did you have, do you have bigger notice, K-holes? Do you notice anything at all? I'm, I, yeah, for like a good 20 minutes, it was pretty lovely. Um, yeah, for the first 20 minutes, I was feeling great. I was out in the middle of the ocean, floating on a nice little raft, stars galore. I don't know if it was, you know, the whale dicks billboard greg made but there were whales coming by me no. at one point there were also buffalo i'm not sure how because maybe we had just watched yellowstone um <laughs> there was herds of buffalo coming through as well really nice then it just wore off really fast and i was like all of a sudden that nice trippy music just got boring and i was like yelling so it was <laughs> boring. At that point, i started yelling boring. <laughs> all of a sudden it got real boring i was we, like oh god uh, <laughs> was it an injection or how did you do it what did you no it was it was uh sublingual and it okay. was the nastiest tasting and sh- you have to hold it under your tongue and then when it dissolves 10 minutes you have to keep it in your mouth like swishing it around oh awful they add like a raspberry flavoring which the the, the doctor said i you know she was like i think the raspberry taste actually made it worse than the just the bitter mm. medicinal taste um they give you Zofran in advance so that you don't like vomit because it's so nasty tasting. Wow. So, but yeah, got through it. I mean, I'm not that sensitive to nasty tasting stuff. I was like, it's 10 minutes. I'll suck it up, buttercup. So when, when are you going to take your bad. next uh, journey, honey? I'm thinking Christmas Eve. No, oh, that'll be Sounds nice. like a yeah. nice time. Sugar plum fairies dancing and, in her and head. And so yeah. it's double right. dose on Friday. So it'll be double dose the next time. She gave me a, nice. some autonomy and she said, you know, See how you do the first time, and they can double it the second. So, can, can without I don't want to ask anything. Per, if I ask something personal, just tell me to shut well, up. This is bad counsel. Go Fire ahead. away. The, uh, so, did, so were you doing it for any any for any particular reason? Like, so there's a lot of good data that's coming out about ketamine and depression and ketamine. Yeah, for, depression, anxiety, yeah. primarily anxiety. So she said it takes longer to hit for anxiety, depression. I guess it it lifts pretty quickly. I'm just having, you know, anxiety. So yeah, she said that can take like six to eight times before you start really noticing, you know, it's not flipping out and panic attacking left and right. So cool. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> so are the buffalo running across the water, Katie, or was I did you the- hear them first? They were coming from my left, mm. oh. <laughs> and then I just looked and I just saw this herd going past. I guess they were on top. But of the But you were water. still in the water. Uh, yeah, with the stars above floating. and the I whales floating. floating by. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. You, that was uh, probably the moment where my shadow crossed her, the bitch. She was lying in bed with the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> and, and at one point, I had to come in, and probably my shadow fell across her, her her face, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's something the size of a bison is in this bedroom with me." <laughs> Bert, what was your experience with ketamine? Uh, it was interesting. So I was, I was at a, I, I did only did it once, right? I was at a concert with, or it's at a music show. I was already other on multiple other <laughs> substances at the time. I was on, I, I'm sure, I, I'm sure I was on weed. I know I had some MDMA that night, but, um, <laughs> a buddy of mine did it. it we, we snorted some and, uh, it was like, and 
I remember 10 minutes later, the entire world looked like a SpongeBob cartoon. <laughs> and then and my buddy, and it was fun, right? And um, although I can, sure. I can see, you know, it's a dissociative, right? So yeah. that's why they use it as a large animal tranquilizer, because like once you take enough of it, I guess that's the K-hole, right? Once you take enough of it, yeah. you can't like... Contr- you no longer have control of your body, right? And it's also a painkiller mm. too, right? So uh, I can see, once I took it, I could see where like, yeah, if it took a lot of this, I could see how that would happen. You know what I mean? But um, I remember my buddy that I was with was like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go, right? So I started walking to the bathroom and my <laughs> arms felt like they were like 13 feet long and made of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is weird. <laughs> but uh, it was fun, you know. Oh, like that Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, right. I felt like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing that happened, I remember when I was walking, it felt like, and this is completely, I don't even know the way to describe it. It felt like my legs were moving in squares, right? Like, uh, it was just like weird. Pixelated. Yeah, it was, so, it was weird. But it was, it, was, yeah. it was interesting. So instead of like forward and back, they were moving... Going in that like yeah, a it felt like pattern. I was wearing like a, like a rectangle pattern, but I was moving them for like, st- <laughs> like straight forward, like I would normally walk. It was weird. It yeah. was the weirdest thing. I guess that's the dissociative. You know, th- that's what a dissociative feels like, right? So yeah, that's what I was looking for. I needed a break from me. I'm a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> I you know, to honest be outside to, of this, <laughs> honest to God, not, not like I've struggled with depression or anything like that. But uh, I felt I remember, I remember thinking the next couple of days afterwards. Hey, you know, it was just like I felt like a little like. Happier. I mean, that could be power suggestion yeah. too. Who no, knows? They right? say like a, for like seven days after, it gives you yeah. like a happy. Well, you know, one of our friends in another podcast, Gil Billy Delic, is uh, a big proponent of microdosing. Is he not, Tim? Mm. Yeah, he's well. He's very much into psychedelics. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Bert, you said you said SpongeBob, and had you ever heard the <laughs> the the fan theory about uh, each character represents uh, a particular drug? Mm-hmm. No, I that? can see that. So, so SpongeBob yeah. is mushrooms, right? Because he's typically tripping, and he and he'll go from like a good trip to a bad trip, right? So Patrick's got Krabs, be weed, right? And, uh, Patrick's weed. Um, uh-huh. Mr. Krabs and Miss uh, Miss Puff are are oh, cocaine, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Squidward <laughs> is heroin. Uh, <laughs> oh no! What about yeah, no, this is like a big thing. Sandy would be cocaine. What about yeah. Sandy? Yeah. Oh my God, Sandy probably would definitely be cocaine. She's got uh, a crack. Yeah, LSD. Oh she, she's living in an entirely well, the whole thing foreign is environment. Yeah. You know, she, <laughs> right. she's a land dweller living under the sea. She's in. Yeah. She's on LSD. Yeah, yeah, I can see that she would be, yeah. I, I haven't tripped probably since I was in my 20s, and I, I don't... Katie said, well, maybe, Greg, you should try it. I was like, you know, I don't think so. Like, I've not... <laughs> my, my last few experiences with LSD were not positive experiences, and so it is really... Um, yeah, I'm not a big proponent of that, but, you know, I'll obviously find your own bliss in life. Yeah, but. If you, you come home from Christmas, Greg, we can change your mind. Yeah, kind of, maybe I will. Maybe, I'll, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, I'll place my faith uh, in your in your uh, good hands, Bert. I'm he, sure. I'll, he's I'm a sure smart motherfucker. No, don't. <laughs> you, you've never led me down before. You've Honest never God, led me astray. Yeah. So I've, I've kind of soured on hallucinogens the older I've gotten. It's like it's yeah. just too like unpredictable, right? Well, the mistake I made the mistake I made at a young age was just venturing outside of the security of one of my or one of our friends' homes, you know, and like trying to interact with normal people 
uh, just didn't work for me. You know what I mean? I had the ever-present fear of my father finding out I had done something wrong and killing me. So I was like <laughs> super nervous about like, they, they're, they know, everybody knows. <laughs> and they probably did. Stoke yeah. that paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I will yeah, say it's yeah. been a long time, but uh, but I do remember every trip I took. Like it was, mm. it, it, like it's just it's like hardwired into my into my brain. So anyway, so Greg, uh, that's good. So you're doing good. So you yeah. were, uh, you know, that and I and I had a Christmas get together with uh, two old friends too. On uh, what was that Saturday night? Saturday night. Saturday night. <laughs> I, and I, I, I'm feeling my own mortality, guys. Uh, you know, I'm starting. <laughs> For the first time, and you guys, I'm curious as to your opinions of this, I've always felt that I was a younger living version of any particular age than my parents were. So in other words, when I thought of myself at 30, and I kind of did a mental inventory of my mom or dad at 30, I thought, you know what, I'm much younger in spirit and uh, lifestyle than either of those two were at that age you know uh but for the first time saturday night as i was driving home listening to toto's greatest hits i was uh (laughs) i thought to myself you know what i'm i'm an older 51 than my dad was you know my dad was still raging and you know getting in fights and getting you know blackout drunk every day you know he was really living his best life at that age and now (laughs) you know my my friends and i you know now this these are two guys who lived hard harder than me probably drinking and drugs and um, now they're living pretty clean lives and so we went to a place called tilted no 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 twin peaks have you guys heard of twin peaks Mm-mm. it's I mean, a, a TV twin show peaks. Yeah. it's an upscale version of hooters <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know, you get the you know the the cheekiness there, and so like we 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 met for uh, setting the bar kind of low. By the way, just to yeah, upscale I mean, yeah, against I anything uh, Hooters. Yeah, you I, know, I, I like know. a Chili's I mean, is upscale compared to Hooters, but okay. I, I know, but that's what they wanted. I was like, hey guys, I'll take you out to dinner for Christmas, and they're like, oh, Twin Peaks, and I was like, oh, okay, is that? A, they've been down here a long time in Florida. I was like, oh, is that a nice place? They're like, oh yeah, we love that place. And so we went, and it's like it's next to a Hooters, and you go in, and it's. Basically Basically, a slightly different uh, milieu of Hooters. And so we met at six, promptly at six. And uh, we, we all had dinner with uh, sodas. And we, you know, ate our meals. And, and they began, my friends began chatting up the probably 20 or 21-year-old waitress. Uh-huh. And it was painful. it was more painful than those uh, those insurance commercials. They were like, "So where do you go to school?" And you know, <laughs> ah, well, then she goes to FAU, and they're, "Well, how are your grades?" You know, and it was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and it was bad. And, and afterwards, my one friend made a comment. I was like, "You know what? Uh, for me, this is just as good as going to a strip club now." You know, just going to this restaurant oh. and seeing these young girls in their uh, really, their, yeah, yeah, they're they're <laughs> scantily clad. So they're like, "This is Ew. as good as going to a strip club for me." And I was like, "Okay, guys, let's call it a night." I was I was home, uh, was home by by seven thirty. Like, yeah, like seven thirty. I was home and in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie was at a cookie party with one of, with a group of seventy year olds, and I was like, "You know, you." I started texting I was her like, later. Yeah, I was, she didn't get home to like nine fifteen. I was like, "You better get home." I start calling the hospitals, yeah, you know. Right? And I was like, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm mellowing. I'm definitely, in many ways, you know, I, you know, I ingest weed and I have fun with all those sorts of things, and I feel like I've had part of a younger person's spirit. But in many ways, I guess that I'm just, uh, I'm mellowing, and 
you know, do you guys feel that? Are you, uh, you feel like young for your age or do you feel like as old as or older than your parents were at your same age? That's an interesting question because it's really hard for me to kind of get any type of thinking around my dad mm. that way, right? He's such a huge figure in my life right. that it's, it's so like, and I, I can't kind of do that mental gymnastics to get around that. So, mm. well, I, you know, I do feel a little older, but I will tell you what I do like about getting older. This is boring as fuck. Is uh, <laughs> I just make better decisions. Like I, I mean, in the past, I would I would make stupid, stupid decisions and pay the price. So I do mm. like that. I do like that. That maybe wisdom, I guess it is. But anyway, I do like For, going to bed early too. Yeah. So it was just you know I, I was like looking at outside of myself and looking at myself, saying you know what, dude, you're you are a like a middle aged guy who's. Uh, <laughs> You know, not in a craft medicine, yeah, just not, 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 not <laughs> up for too much adventure anymore, you know. Partying with yeah, 60 year olds, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, if that didn't yeah. do it for you, man. If, like, you and, know, then and, and glaring at like you know, 20 year old waitresses at a that's so poor family man. restaurant, yeah, no, I know, I know, it's so poor. You got you can't do it, you can't fall into that trap, man. Like, yeah, that girl's no. being nice to you because it's her job, <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> and she's there's a there's a possibility of a tip here at the end, right? Know? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, for the record i feel so much younger than my mom was at my age okay well that's good all right well there you go good 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 okay sorry married to an old guy so but you have to mellow (laughs) out man you have to pick your battles as you get older like no one like christ you can't stay out till midnight and then and then get up for your get up at six o'clock to be on that 7 30 meeting it just doesn't work you know you can't you could do that when you're 25 right Mm mm-hmm you just, you just pick your back. You. you can still have fun. Just you got to do it in a way that that makes sense and is more planned. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Good counsel. Right. Sorry. That's, that's okay. Your... Sorry, and Tim. You can you can cut all this out. You know. That's well, the beauty I, of editing. Yeah, I don't. I don't edit anymore. So we just yeah, we go yeah. in. So uh, was a, sorry, a everybody. Good, a bit of good uh, counsel on bad counsel. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Hey, if they ever listen to the first segment of Atlas Bach, this is nothing. This is right. Exactly. Well, this is like <laughs> a trip to <laughs> Vegas. Okay. So real quick, Katie, how you doing? Uh, uh yeah, I'm good. Well, I I've survived the tiny dip into the k-hole and i'm good i feel i do feel a little happier i think it's That's monday good. and i'm not bitching about it so right well there's hey progress <laughs> progress i still like the herd of buffalo coming across the ocean that was uh that was pretty cool Exciting. and bert how are you doing doing great man first day uh just last day of work for the year was friday i still doing a little bit of stuff oh, but nice. uh, yeah man oh, I'm just uh nice. easing into the holidays man i'm digging it ah do you Beautiful. start drinking at like 10 a.m.? No, nah, I I have had a dr- I had a drink it with dinner. I might hang out with Michelle. Michelle's still working, so I can't mm. like yeah. I can't do you be off like, for two weeks. Yeah, to basically. I mean, I have things I have to do, but they're all like just a couple of little tasks that I got to set aside time for. But yeah, it's oh, cool. You're so lucky. Okay. I'm trying not to hate you right now. I'm well, you know, I, I didn't take vacation. <laughs> I always get so I got to take on my vacation by the end of the year. I always end up with a ton left over. I just tell my boss, look, after the 15th, I'm out, you know? Yeah. Things to get a hold of me that if they works. need me for something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are you, well, how are you a, Tim? Yeah, how oh, are you, great. Tim? Great. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just, uh, I feel like shit because I had my uh, my shingles vaccination, second one. So that that sucks. Yeah. No. So as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go crawl into bed, go to sleep. But I'll feel better tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> it felt like just a shitty hangover or, or yeah. a flu. Yeah, anyway, but I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay, you guys ready for uh, for a few questions? Let's do it. Absolutely. All right. All right. So this one comes from Wombat Radar. 
And mm. Wombat Radar would like to know, My wife came home from her company holiday party. Among the leftovers and her white elephant gifts was a blue ribbon with most likely to get an STD written on it. Not going to lie, <laughs> kind of has me concerned. How do I broach this topic? Mm. <laughs> At least it didn't say most likely to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe well, that, that would be preferable. Right. <laughs> well, that well, may come after that, right? I, I'm going to put it out there. And, and, you know, I think we always like to dissect the problem and look at it from all angles. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put it out there and say, you know, if nothing else, this gives you, sir, a free pass to get an STD. Exactly. <laughs> you know, may, or maybe you go out and see it. Maybe the first thing a guy should do is go get tested to see maybe he already has an STD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's a glass half empty viewpoint. Well, maybe some people know some things he doesn't. (laughs) Well, yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah. But I'm going to say, like, you know, if if he's clean, I mean, he could go bang some strippers. I mean, if that was possible for this guy. And and if if anything came back, I'd be like, you know what? I remember that blue ribbon of yours that I never mentioned six months ago, you know? So, you know, so, sir, consider just saving it. I always advocate. Advocate? Maybe because I'm married to Katie. I don't know. I'm an advocate for hanging on to things, <laughs> holding your cards close to the vest. <laughs> I was just giving this advice to somebody at work the other day. I was like, "Don't say anything to your wife now. You know, wait till wait till you fuck something up ten times worse and be like, oh, you're gonna throw that on me.' And I never mentioned about you leaving the garage door open, did I? You know that sort of thing. You know, so hang on to that, sir. That's just one option, I think. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is. Uh... You're saying is go out, fuck some dirty women, and mm-hmm. get an STD. So go out, get gonorrhea, and then come back and give it to your wife? I think that was Blame option her. A. That was option A. Uh, option yeah, I'm not B. saying okay. do that. I'm saying it's an option. You know, oh, I'm okay. not saying I would do that, but that's an option. It is an option. Yeah, my suggestion was more on gathering more information that might be relevant to the situation. Right, right. <laughs> it's a trip to the uh, urgent sense. care. Yeah. <laughs> oh hmm. my god! Hmm. Would that, <laughs> that is a you? weird fucking ribbon. I wonder where she works. Like, I yeah. wonder. I, I, like, when I read that, I was like, "What? Like, wh- wh- what office party?" She works at a hustler. Yeah, magazine. like, right, right, like, wh- like. I mean, I can't imagine that would be. It's like de facto sexual harassment, right? De facto, yes, it is exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yes, but but she brought it home, so there must be at some level that must be a point of pride. Like, does that equate to being like, oh, you know, you're very fuckable? So here's a ribbon saying, you know, you're so fuckable that of all of us, you'd be the most likely to have an STD because the rest of us are only marginally fuckable. Does that mean? Can she or be was proud a of joke, it? Or was it a joke gift? Because she's so happily married, they like went the opposite way. That sounds like an excuse, Katie. That sounds like what she would say after receiving. Hey, listen, that. somebody has to help this chick out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but to your point, Tim, that is a pretty um, avant-garde uh, envir- office environment there that they're handing out. I wonder what the other awards were like. You know, You're right, right. Most likely to be hung like a donkey, like I, you know. To me, it's like, um, uh, like me too. Didn't come anywhere near this uh, this workplace that she she's right. working at, right? Mm. You know. Well, so that's I wonder. Nice. I applaud them for that. 
<laughs> we are we're a little bit too stuffy as a society. So maybe like they're having, having fun there. Maybe he can monetize this into a, into some sort of settlement. <laughs> from oh, from the uh, from the employer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, and then so- and then he could divorce his wife. You know, so like they monetize it into a settlement, which is their settlement because they're a married couple. But then, based upon this incident, he divorces his wife and gets the entirety of the settlement. Well, he got half, right? But yeah, I think this is a good this is a good plan. I mean, this is like the easy street plan, right? Mm-hmm. I like it. So just you act completely yeah. offended. Like I, I'm getting an attorney right now. Let's go ahead. We're gonna make some. We're gonna we're gonna sue this place. Mm-hmm. Right? Twin Peaks. Yeah. Well, Well, and it is a way without, uh, you know, like saying, what the fuck, honey? Are you, what are you, the office tramp? It's it's a way without actually going at her to get to the truth. And so you're either going to find out in court that they have evidence that, you know, although it's a bizarre award, it's not based on. It's based on facts, you know, and so you at least you know, and you find out exactly what's going on, dude. But you haven't had to accuse, but or you win some money. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. Let them do your mm-hmm. discovery for you. Yes, right. please. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, right. that's exactly. brilliant. They're better well, at it. You know, you know? I, I'm, I'm actually proud of this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're adding this to your resume as a That's as right. An annotation. Right. Ding 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 ding. Bert gets one. Yeah. Yes. Ding. Yes. Sue the company. Yes. Find out what you find out and make peace with it, whatever it is. Yeah. And then no matter what, either she's yeah, I mean, I, I divorce her either way. Uh and then uh, just you know, get your money and um and, and again, if in the future you have a girlfriend after you're divorced who you uh, transmit an STD to, you can always scapegoat that wife. Like, honey, I didn't realize it, but my last wife, my previous wife, was like the office, you know, the village bicycle. <laughs> right, right, right. Which one was that? The two, uh, three, which one? Just the last one. Just the last one. Just the last one. Just the last one. The village bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets a ride. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go, Wombat Radar. You're going to be fucking rich. You're yeah, welcome. Baby. Now become a Patreon supporter, you motherfucker, yeah, and, and just wrap support it. And, this and, show. And, and, and you know, and just you know, wrap it until you figure out what's what. You know what I mean? Keep it wrapped. Wrap it when you tap it. All right. Yeah, that's right. So, uh. <laughs> all right. So this next one comes. That sounds, from- like, that sounds like advice like a coach would give on you know oh my God. after the game to the boys as he's all right, boys, have fun this weekend. But remember, wrap it when you tap it, boys. All right. <laughs> See you practice Monday. Okay. Thanks. Good game. Thanks. Good game. Thanks. I love Coach your coach's Longwell. voice. I love your coach's voice. It was very gruff. Thanks. Like Bert and I had a, co- a cross country coach who would, um, you know, you, you basically you just say, "Okay, go run ten miles in that direction and come back." But he would drive his car around. Like he didn't want to run with us. Like other cross country coaches ran with their teams. This guy would drive around smoking cigarettes and be like, "Two, two, pick up the pace." You know, we're like, "Yeah, okay, dude." That old coach long I he love it. To, he was or he used to try and hide it too. Like it like had yeah, smokes yeah. like in his hand, like you know, yeah. trying to play it off. Like, come on, dude. It's like, dude, we don't care. Your hand is on fire. I love it. He's ripping darts while he's telling you guys to run faster. Yeah. All right. So this next one comes from uh Donkey D X X X. Donkey D X would like to know. Yeah, real. Real subtle. <laughs> Hi, what's an appropriate Christmas tip for my OnlyFans girls? 
Mm. Oh, Bert suddenly got very serious. Did you see that look? Like he, like he dropped into, I've got to get this right for this guy. Well, you know, and, and I, if I know Bert, that consternation you see on his face yeah. is probably him thinking, you know, this poor guy, uh, this guy, this OnlyFans patron is so unevolved. Why do you assume they all celebrate Christmas? You know, there's there's a whole array <laughs> of seasonal holidays. You know what I mean? Maybe it's Ramadan. Maybe it's Hanukkah. Maybe it's Kwanzaa or Festivus. Who knows? But to, the rest but to call us. it a Christmas, you know, that'd be my first piece of advice. I got a lot of problems assume. with you people. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't assume that, you know, a Christmas tip would be even appropriate. How embarrassing would that be? I don't know, man. I, I think so. You know, these content creators, they're working. And if, if, if I would say, <laughs> what what's the relationship you have with her already, right? Does mm -hmm. she already interact with you and all that bit, right? And if, if she's actually cool and you like her, slide her, slide her uh, whatever. Find out what her normal post is and mm -hmm. then or her normal fee is and then, you know, double it. Would it be Merry Christmas? It, would it be inappropriate to say, you know what? You normally charge me five dollars to for a picture of a banana in your ass. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you twenty. Keep the change this time. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what you do too. Is like, yeah, well, I guess it wouldn't really be a tip if you if you tied strings to it, right? So, well, you know. I mean, I think you. I think that uh, the holiday spirit can, you know, take hold in, in people that you normally tip you can tip more generously. You know what I mean? There's the whole group of people you never tip except for the holidays, but if you go to a regular restaurant and you have a hairstylist and you're normally tipping them 10 or $15, you might double the tip. You know, like, hey, man, nice job. You know, happy holidays. So, yeah. you know, what's your standard tip, Bert? Uh, for your OnlyFans, girls. Actually, I don't tip only. I've never, <laughs> I've, I, I, I have looked at a couple of different creators and OnlyFans over the over the years, right? That I found yes. interesting, but I'm not a heavy user. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and I never, I never actually asked, asked anybody to to. I never did a webcam or anything where I was actually directly yeah. interacting with somebody. Right. I can't imagine something sadder than that. You know what I mean? That that, that that's. That's entertainment. Like you want to interact and put, make it. I mean, you guys know how much I despise and avoid awkward situations. And to me, that is right up there among the most awkward situations. Like, okay, I'm going to uh, pay you and just sit here quietly, or with no what pants you, on. Yeah, no pants on, and what you do, what you do, you know, create. You know. <laughs> I mean, is business. it really that far from phone sex? Um, well, in a sense, like, are you having phone sex with strangers? You know? Well, like those phone sex lines, yeah. Oh, do those still exist? Phone sex lines? Well, no, but this is like, I think, the new version. Yeah, okay, I guess so. I never, no, yeah, I never, I, I never even considered phone sex. I mean, if you have phone sex with, like, your partner, that's a lot different than, like, calling Target and asking for customer <laughs> service, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not sure they ever did. Maybe that's part of your kink. Right I don't there. think that was kink. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're feeling really dirty, call Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's go slumming. <laughs> yes. Um, it's actually there. Did you guys see that documentary on Netflix? It's like in the top 10. It's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. Tell me no. if you guys recall this case from about 20 years ago. There was a 
um, a guy calling fast food restaurants. And he said he was a police officer and that one of the female employees had been accused of stealing money out of a patron's purse. And so the cop tells, you know, I need to speak to the manager. And he tells this fast food manager, like, hey, um, I'm either going to send a car over to pick Janet up or, and we're going to take her out of the station and strip search her for this c-note that we think she's hiding or you can take her to the office and we'll you know we'll guide you through the procedure of doing a strip search and so this guy must have been doing this all the time calling restaurants all around the country but in at least a hundred or so documented cases he got this a fast food restaurant manager to strip search one of his female employees and then he got it, it evolved into all right now have her spread her butt cheeks you know let me see describe her genitalia to me you know you know like, and, and like oh they my never, god Oh, yeah, oh, it's, for real. it's, so it's a true story. It's on Netflix. It's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. But like, you know, and again, I'm not making light of the trauma these girls went through, but I am making fun of the <laughs> assistant managers and managers of these restaurants so who they thought, you know what? Uh, yeah, this is normal police procedure to guide me through a strip search. And, and after $50. she's $50. Yeah. And after she's turned out her pockets <laughs> and gotten naked, I need to uh, I need to describe the genitalia to the officer. He, he has to make a report after all, you know? But but they tracked the dude down who oh. did it. And was guess he a litigation attorney? No, sexual? he was he was a prison guard. And guess what state he lived in? Florida. Oh God! Of course, of course Florida. Florida. Yep, they lived in Florida. And <laughs> and now the real uh, upshot of his he got away with it. He got away with it. <laughs> you know, they indicted the guy, um, but they were like, you know what? We can't really prove. I mean, these were people acting of their own free will. He was just a, a nut on the phone, and so we can't really call that rape or sexual assault. Um, not they didn't. He didn't steal anything, you know. So there was. They he found was him convincing. not guilty. The feds could guilty. lean on him for like for using interstate communications for like it seems I for what know. for the purposes of hijinks for you lewd, know what i mean for lewd, yeah. lewd con, i don't know it seems like yeah i know i know i know it seems shocking that he didn't con- yeah. convicted of anything but uh he did phone not. calls yeah he did not in the days so, before in the days before it. cell phones that's uh that stuff was actually possible what was but it's, everything wasn't as tra- easily traceable as, as it is now i mean you could definitely call the phone company and get them to trace stuff down for you but not like uh Oh yeah, no, like now. Well, this guy was using uh, prepaid phone cards. Two cops from different uh, jurisdictions did like an amazing job of tracking this dude down, and they staked him out, and they showed up at his prison to say, "Hey, do you do you know this guy? Does he work here?" And they're like, "Yeah, he's on duty right now." And so they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> they walk over, and he casually hangs up the phone. Well, we, we, they're like, well, they're, they're like, you know, our dilemma is: do we interrogate this motherfucker now? Uh, we kind of have to, because if we leave here to go get an arrest warrant or, or plan an arrest, of course his, you know, his cronies, uh, his fellow prison guards, were going to give him a tip to be prepared for it. So they had to interrogate him right then and there. Quite a story. They should have strip searched him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Justice. Uh, sit down. I got my supervisor on the phone. Uh, <laughs> you want to know what your butt cheeks look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nope, very small. I need to check your very taint. Very small. <laughs> Officer, I need to check your taint now. You know. You know, you can easily stash a few bills in your t- near your taint. 
What a weird... He was doing this for kicks? Like, this, yeah. he got off on this? Yeah, I mean, he's like, you know, that serial killer Dennis Rader, the BTK serial killer, who's like a homeowner's association enforcement officer. Like, he just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his thing. Power and control. And, and that's what he... You know, he must have called, a, you know, 10,000 restaurants, and it worked to some level or another with some, and then he got really far. And there was many cases in this documentary of, like, you know... At the time, 20-year-old co-workers who were like, what the fuck is happening here? This is no cop. Like, who, There was a, a lot of examples of people with common sense right. who were like intervening, even at a young age, and saying, no, no, this isn't right. Go fuck yourself and hanging up the phone. You know, but there were... Um, many cases of these male and female assistant or managers you know groping searching uh, uh, probing these victims you know it was uh and then they were put on trial you know along with the uh the caller and yeah. and again very little punishment to go around yeah man so i for the record i just want to go i just want to say that <laughs> i don't think it's much of a stretch <laughs> to go from <laughs> hoa manager to uh, BTK killer, right? Yeah, I think a lot of those same yeah. personality traits yeah, are that's common. True. That's true. Mind torture <laughs> kill. Yeah. yeah, he was demented. Did you ever go to an HOA meeting and see the people who run those things and, and want to be yeah. like to those oh, boards? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every just a couple of weeks ago with Katie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Yeah. Right. Wasn't wasn't Katie running it? Yeah, I was. Yeah, okay, all right. So. Yeah, but that was I that wasn't like murder. you. That was like the elected. You weren't like the local community yeah, exactly. person who tried to get uh, on that board, right? Yeah, right? yeah, Katie's getting paid. You know what I mean? She, yeah. She's yeah, not yeah, doing yeah, it yeah. because she cares about the hedges. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. a couple a couple years back, I actually did have to quit at a board meeting. Uh, we had a, we, we had an election debacle where. An uh, election debacle. I, oh my god, it was crazy. <laughs> I was sick, so I didn't make it to the election meeting. And so it was up to them to count their own ballots, and they didn't count properly. And then they wouldn't recount. And so one old guy put caution tape and taped up the box and started screaming, It's all sealed now. They're sealed. The ballots are sealed. <laughs> put them in my office, and that was it. I came back three days later to work, and I had to call the attorney to find out what do I do with this taped up box had to open it on camera on video camera count them out i prayed please let them be correct because i don't want to have to go back and say that they were wrong invalidate the election results <laughs> but right. they were they were so we had to have another meeting and tell them they were wrong and they started screaming at, at me and my assistant you guys must have changed the ballots you guys must have mm. changed them. over mm. over a, a thankless position where you're not paid any money these people are nuts six semper ternus <laughs> they're bonkers and so this meeting was so awful and they were screaming at us so much and one lady was yelling why don't you shut up and sit out and somebody else yelled go away <laughs> i just saw red and i was like okay fine i can i can go away i quit kind of mic drop moment and i grabbed my bag and i walked out and then I started thinking, I got to call my mom because <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I realized that one of the board members was appearing by phone and my phone was still in there, <laughs> like on speaker in the room. So my mic drop was kind of ruined because I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Humiliating. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I'm, gr I'm grateful for that trauma, though, because it was yeah. literally three days <laughs> later that Katie and I met. 
And she was like, you know, and so any I was human, broken. Any, well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> any uh, human kindness, she lapped it up, and I was like, oh, I got that her. Explains a lot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I secretly muckrake, you know, in the community and try to stir up tensions and re- create rival factions, you know. You know, and I'm like, this is I'm doing well. Obviously, Katie took her first ketamine trip today, so I'm doing something right. Yeah. Okay, we got one more. We got one more question. No, that's okay. I like secretly muckraking. I love it. Um, So this one comes from Betty Page. No, Betty Beige One. Mm. Betty Beige One. Betty White was taken. I love it. (laughs) Right, right. Betty White was taken. Betty Page was taken, but not Betty Beige one. Hi, team. I'm a hospice nurse who holds Mm. sex toy parties as a side hustle. Oh, how I've fucked up. Every year I give a small gift to the people in my care. I also give a small gift to my party attendees. My sex toy party Saturday went south when my attendees (laughs) opened up their gifts. They were all perplexed about getting hand lotion. Mm-hmm. They're, they're perplexed for good reason. I intended to give all the ladies butt plugs, but I confused the sex toy party gifts with the gifts I took to my hospice patients. Same gift wrap and only slightly different size and weight packages. How do I not get fired and or get made a laughing stock at work? So, <laughs> hmm. so all these people are uh, all these hospice, hospice patients got received butt plugs as Christmas <laughs> presents from the from their caregiver. <laughs> oh my God! Well, I mean, I mean, and, and I say this uh, as the surviving child of a parent who passed away in a hospice with great care. <laughs> you know, time's on your side, honey. You know, you know what I mean. Hopefully, the story doesn't break. You know, uh, but you got uh, time on your side if you can. Yeah. If they can just keep the story uh, tamped down for a couple of weeks. And you got a whole new group of patients coming through. So is the angle here that she's concerned about the hospice <laughs> folks or the, that she's going to lose, like, lose... I think cool it'd be embarrassing to give butt plugs to her patients. Well, she's also going to lose going. cool points or their swinger pals, right? That could be terrible, too, for her social life. Yeah, but it's not hard to keep deviates attracted to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just, just the promise of more sex hey, toys. No, deviates are people, back. too. They are. They are. Yeah. We we loved one. <laughs> we, we loved one, a great one recently. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she wants to know how not to lose her job. What else do butt plugs could they pass for? Yeah, that's Ooh. what I was thinking. What else do they look like? They kind of look like the the handles of like decorative canes. You know. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Sneak some gorilla glue or tape in there and like tape them to the top of their. It's a cane you know, topper. Yeah, it's a cane topper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that one's shaped like a like a like a shiny heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I love you. you know? <laughs> oh, that was. You know, I will tell like you a- though, when we were traveling in Europe, that was one thing that was really interesting: is that mm-hmm. uh, sex shops in Europe are like a little classier than the seedy little joints that we have here, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you would be like looking at you know Belgian chocolate window, and then right next door. There's an array of butt plugs and whips and and just all these different sex toys. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this they are so much more open with this stuff than we are in the United States. I that must have been your dream sidewalk, you know, to run into those two particular right. stores right next to each other. You Chocolate know? and butt plugs. Yeah, you know, yeah. If there was an olive <laughs> yeah, yeah. garden the next door over, you would have moved, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> in a heartbeat, right? Yeah, uh, got in residency. Yeah. I mean, everything I just, just seems it, a little classier in Europe, right? 
Yeah, that I mean, that was it was every you know every city we're in. It was just like, oh, there we go. I mean, I was in so, Liverpool one time, and I watched this guy walk out of a bar, puke in the street, and then walk back in. And I was like, if that happened in uh, Etna, PA, it would look <laughs> it's probably classier than there, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's context, right? <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, so cane toppers. Um, uh, Could you think they could pass for hard candies? You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so uh, cross that off your list. She could bring in a case of, like, non-alcoholic champagne and hand that out to the seniors and be like, yo, like, honey, we have those... Those uh, bottle stoppers, you know what I mean? She could say, oh, these are bottles. Or or she could play innocent herself and say, I thought they were bottle stoppers. What are these? I thought they were good luck crystals. I mean, playing dumb is always an effective strategy. I don't know, man. I I think we got to go. I think you got to go more more dark on this one. I think what you got to do is try to figure. Because it's already there, right? She's got to assume that somebody there, like, that they've already received them and they have said butt plugs, right? I think she's got to figure out somebody, somebody who's like she doesn't get along with on at work, and try to set it up so that, oh, th- that nice. they were trying to they actually set them to butt plugs and they try to make it look like her, right? So, oh yeah, I think you got to work some inner office politics here. Well, what, if you have any of that wrapping paper left, you know that uh, you oh. use the original, then you can wrap up a bunch of other similarly sized gifts or rewrap the lotion and be like, no, 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 I these were my gifts and kind of do a. A switcheroo, if it's possible. Either that, or plant the you know plant the you got to plant the wrapping paper in the in somebody's desk at work. Oh yeah, you can do that. <laughs> That's right, right. So, yeah, or, or you know plant it in some you know senile old person's room. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, yeah right. You. <laughs> That's like that totally. Oh. That's like actually believable. Father Flanagan, you and your hijinks. So I'll never. Get <laughs> you gotta, like, like who's the who's the who's the in, who's the pa- the patient the hospital patient that's got the raciest background, right? And you just do it that way, right? Well, they all get yeah. very sexy towards the end, and as they're older too. Like my I, my mom in her nursing home, she constantly had like half naked men and women barging in her room, just ranting and raving about whatnot. And was so we have that look to look forward to. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Right. They can't keep their clothes on in there. <laughs> Any thought of leaning into it and just you know you know putting the butt plugs where they belong and just <laughs> uh, and, and seeing how the staff reacts. The staff or the patient? <laughs> you know what? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, listen, you know, listen, Greg, you don't have a lot of time left. Do you have your other butt butt plug in? Well, here's your. This is another <laughs> new experience that you still have time to experience. Would you like bucket to? bucket list? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did we lose Brian? No. no. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? No. no. He's there. Can I, you hear him? I, yeah, the film's not moving. The camera's the way it works. Every time, every once in a while, my, um, my Wi-Fi will slow sufficiently that somebody's photo just freezes for some reason. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right, so frame a coworker, switch the presence, um, make up molest, a... Molest yeah. seniors. Yeah, plead, plead <laughs> ignorance. Uh, like, oh, I didn't know these were butt plugs, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the plead ignorance thing might actually work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I again, think that's the best way to go. Yeah, but, but then again, like, you don't, it's not like you run across butt plugs in Target, and you can say, oh, you know what, I thought these were they're an bottle Amazon. stoppers. They're they're an Amazon. You can mail get... order, mail order, Amazon. Yep. Well, I, I know, but how do you, I guess you could say, oh, I didn't read the description thoroughly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's Small. 
I think that's weak. I still like blaming on a coworker and plant yeah, wrapping paper in her desk, right? <laughs> yes, your rival. I mean, if you're going to get fired anyway, I mean, come on. Is that a fireable offense? I mean, it is. I don't know. It's legal, you know. It's, Depends uh, on what state you're in. I think it's risque. I mean, I'll give you that. It's risque. But at the villages, that wouldn't seem inappropriate, would it? I mean, right. You'd be right. fine. You'd be fine in Florida. <laughs> yeah. If, exactly. if, you were, if you were in Utah, I don't know, man. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't think they. They. I don't think they ship butt plugs across state lines into Utah. Yeah, they've they've guards waiting. <laughs> you know, listeners in Utah, that'd be something to get get their opinion on, right? Can you? Get oh, I know people. Yeah, I know many people from Utah, and and most of them, I'm pretty confident in guessing which side of this issue they'd come down on. Yeah. <laughs> pretty confident. Yeah, pretty confident. Uh, I actually you know. took. A, I had to go to Salt Lake City once, and I would remember being on a plane going to salt lake city and looking around and seeing nothing but white people <laughs> and, and i was like you know what this reminds me of the time i went to the to the demolition derby in southern lancaster county <laughs> only people are dressed a little nicer no where which i can't guess which place lancaster or going to salt lake city Utah. slightly okay. Yeah, they actually seem, now that you mentioned those, they seem like they have similar vibes, Lancaster County and Utah. Uh, I don't know, man. There's some, there's some really, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, well, if you're talking about the religious angle, I, I can yes, see that yeah, in some, yeah. but uh, there's some, uh, there's some pretty, uh, I don't want to say redneck, but there's, some, I guess, yeah, let's say redneck areas of Lancaster County for sure, right? Oh, yeah, I know. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so... Listen, I, I think about I think about well, I guess so. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I think about them a little different differently, yeah. right? Like the yeah. uh, the to, to me the Mormons seem a little bit more evolved and tolerant, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, mm. when Mormons are <laughs> tolerant hey. of some things for hey. sure. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, I'm a Mormon, but at least I'm not Amish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And you can put that on TV because they'll never see it. So go ahead. Right. Go ahead. That's right. Oh, you did. Well, beautiful you people. This was underwear, fun. Greg? No, I never oh. did get my magic underwear. No. What? I tried. Remember, remember like, a couple seasons ago? I thought you got them, though. Well, I was, I mean, okay, I will admit it. The Mormons do keep good control over their magic underwear. You know, like, I, <laughs> I, the, the question at the time was, you know, oh, these are so, this, these magic underwear, they're so precious that you know, they're only exclusively for the Mormons. And I thought, that's bullshit. I can go on the internet right now and buy magic underwear. But you know what, Mormons? I was wrong. You know, you do do a good job of controlling your magic underwear. And, uh, you know, so good for you. I looked all over the internet. I couldn't find anywhere to buy magic underwear. I could have recreated them, you know, but that, that, that would have felt wrong to me. Could have stood outside the temple and, you know, offer up some money for... You can't you know, buy this goofy underwear on, on the internet for real? Nope. Yeah? I couldn't find wow. them. Mm. Nope, couldn't find them. So, I mean, maybe there's a... You know, you know, a in language among the Mormons who shop for magic underwear, you have to know what they're called. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Mormon uh, underwear, magic underwear, Mormon undergarments. <laughs> I did a bunch of searches. 
I wonder if you could find those those white Nike sneakers that those guys, those Hale Bob people wore. <laughs> the, the Lawrence Applewhite and his team. Yeah. Is that who? Is that who it was? Those dudes. Yeah, like, Lawrence Applewhite. They all but, yeah, of, killed themselves they all, with the shrouds. Of, yeah, they found them. All of them had had like home castrations too. Like they oh, all yeah. cut their nuts oh, off. Uh, like. Oh. That's some dedication oh. to your. That's some dedication to your fantasy world, man. Holy crap! Not just dedication, but boy, that is like th- there. There's something really nihilistic about like I'm creating this mythology. I, I'm I'm creating it from you know whole cloth, and so I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do in my ideology. I'm gonna find a way to work castration in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Even Jim Jones. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, it, it's there's okay. You're you're a cultist. You're a cult leader. That says something positive about you. Like you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you have a, you have magnetism or at some level, <laughs> perverse though it may be, like you're popular in like in a lot of them. Again, it's wrong. It's awful and disgusting, but like they're, they're, they're sex cults. And so it's like, all right, they're, they're filling a really, they have a, 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 a much sicker need. But it is a human desire and a need, you know, for sex and so. Yeah, but, well, that's. But, I mean, it doesn't castration. But that, that's, come on. Doesn't that make it even worse? I mean, the whole attraction of starting a sex cult is so you can have sex with all the members, sex? right? Or yeah, a, a religious course. cult, right? So, <laughs> why would you cut your nuts off? It's like, it's like, <laughs> exactly. why are you even doing this? <laughs> it's like laughing in the face of God. I mean. Oh. Yes, I can't relate. I, mean, I guess the- I guess it's not a bad thing that I can't relate to what would make someone want to start a religious cult. Yeah, but although maybe the Catholics should consider this as an option. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. That might be it's, it. It's more cost effective than lawsuits. <laughs> oh Is there anybody else we can offend here before we close up? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, anyone, We're just getting anyone? started. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, people. I'm fading fast. I uh, All right. you I'm need glad to go you had your, down. your great. Uh, Fuck you, shingles. <laughs> right? Fuck you, you, shingles. I, I, just, of, I don't want shingles. Tell me you have plenty of Pedialyte. Please reassure me about that. Do you? Gatorade zero, dude. Do you? Gatorade okay, zero. good enough. Good enough. Good. Yeah. I like All that. right. Feel better, Tim. Oh, Bye, thanks. Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Life is short. Filled with stuff. Don't know what for. I ain't had enough. I learned all I know by the age of nine. But I could better myself if I could only find some new kind of kick. Yeah.